Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's an old commercial when I was a kid for a monster truck racing. But it is the fifth hour with Ben Maller because four hours a night are not enough. Eight days a week. Eight days a week. And we are back at it again with the Sunday podcast. We thank you for downloading the podcast or subscribing to the podcast and for, most importantly, listening to the podcast. And don't forget, word-of-mouth advertising, share the sugar to the other people out there, the unwashed, who do not know about this podcast, this small but growing podcast. Let them know. Let them know. Friends, enemies, relatives, we're not against having grandma or grandpa download automatically to their smartphone the podcast. Uh, I'm fine with that. You know, show them, hey, I got this podcast. Let me set it up for you. And then it gets they, they download. Now, it would help if they listen to it. It would help if they listen to it. But it is Sunday, and the mailbag, and the man who online is known as Ryan McBain, but to us, he's Ryan Smith, and he is back for the Sunday mailbag. Very exciting, Ryan. You want to rip Boston again like you did yesterday? How oh, dare you? Yes, I would love to because Boston is just a shithole. Yes, wow. I-, I said wow. it. Guns blazing, wow. baby. Guns blazing. What, what What if you got offered a big-time radio job in Boston and they paid you like a ton of money? Would you move to Boston? I'd rather do a local radio show in hell. <laughs> in hell. Yes. Well, you are all about burning those bridges. Burning, burn, baby, burn. How dare you. When you burn the bridges, it's easier to see the path in front of you. From the top rope, Ryan yes. McBain. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. I don't Jeez. like it, okay? I don't like All Boston. right, it's fine. You don't have to like it. I don't care. There's things I don't like either. Tom Brady's but- a fraud. The Red Sox nah, cheated. You Aren't are you a tri- Dodgers fan? The Red Sox cheated in that, in that uh, World Series, too. They're all, oh the whole God. town's a bunch of cheaters. Uh, you have BDS. You are suffering from BDS. <laughs> Boston derangement syndrome. Stop. Stop. Okay, anyway. Uh, listen, we, we've got a bunch of emails. I want to thank you guys. You guys have done a great job. The email it was a little slow this week. I got concerned. I post this on Wednesday, 
And I looked, and we only had a few questions, and I was like, oh, oh crap. You know, I guess people don't like the mailbag. Um, but then it turned around, and I went to the email, and we had a bunch of questions on email, which was great. So that picked up the slack. But it, it, listen, if you like it, we'll keep it going. Now, if we ever get to a point we don't have very many questions, we just won't do the Sunday podcast. We'll just end the Sunday podcast. We don't have to do the Sunday podcast. This is a bonus podcast. This is the eighth day of the week because I have a radio show tonight uh, the, you know, Sunday into Monday that, that we will do. So I, and it's not necessary to do the Sunday mailbag. I like doing it, and we usually get tons of questions. This week was a little slow. So if you want to send a question, you do not have to wait for me to prompt you. You can send a question in anytime. If you're listening right now and say, hey, I got a good question for these these Nimrods, uh, realfifthhour at gmail.com. Realfifthhour, that's F-I-F-T-H. That's how you spell fifth, not with the number five. Realfifthhour at gmail.com. And ask ask us anything. If it's interesting, it's got to be. It can't be really time specific. It's got to be kind of open ended, uh, interesting, unique. If you want to open up old old wounds, like we did with with Ryan there talking about Boston, he gets very <laughs> upset by that. Uh, you can do that. Uh, it's all fair game. And then again, I will post usually on Wednesday, unless we record the podcast early. Then I'll do it on. Uh, I'll, I'll do it on maybe Tuesday, but at some point during the week. So that is it. So let's answer these questions, Pierre in Springfield. Massachusetts, home of the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame, where Muffet McGraw is enshrined. Now, do you hate Springfield, Massachusetts, which is at the other end of Massachusetts, which is far from Boston? Do you have, Ryan, a loathing for Springfield, Massachusetts? Okay, let me explain this to you the best way I can. If you were going to give the planet Earth an enema, you'd stick the hose right in Massachusetts. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. You have had bad experiences with mass holes. You have really had. That's why like, they call them mass holes. Oh, man. All right. Triggered. Anyway, uh, my my grandfather from Springfield, Mass. So you're, you're, you're urinating on my family. How dare you? Anyway, uh, uh, Pierre says, Ben, it's pretty obvious that Coop treasures the elusive check mark on Twitter. Would it be possible for me to broker a deal between you and your future neighbor, Mr. West of the 405? I don't even know who that guy is anymore. Uh, I propose that in exchange for your services that I may help David obtain said check mark. Maybe he could provide you with something that you covet, say the VPN. Uh, who gets verified at FSR would enrage a coop more, Gascon or Ned Flanders? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you know who Ned Flanders is, Oakley Doakley Doo. Oakley Doakley. Uh, yes. Uh, so I would think, based on the politics of Gascon versus the politics of Coop, I'm guessing that Coop would be more upset if Gascon got uh, got uh, verified. Is P- I wonder if Pierre's like a made man. He knows people at Twitter. But I would love the the VPN. I do covet the VPN. I need to get – do you have a good VPN? Uh, no, I don't. Unfortunately, you don't. I need do one any, of those. Do you have? Yeah, you do. It it opens up a whole new world. You can get one on the dark web. So if you want to go on the dark web, you can. You can do that. Peter, that's a great question. Unfortunately, yet again, Mister West of the four hundred five not here, so he uh, he can't answer. But I'm all for it. I fully support it. I think it's a great idea. And if you know people, and you can make that happen, that would be great. Glenn in Chicago writes in. The Windy City, a regular listener to the podcast, he says, Hey, Ben, uh, do you know why 95% of baseball players are hitting a home run when they're hitting, after hitting a home run, look up and point up in the air as they cross the plate? Why is anybody not asked? Well, I think that's kind of obvious. I think they're just, they're doing that because they believe that God helped them hit the home run, like the higher power in the heavens, or they're sending a shout out to the heavens. How come we always think that heaven's above us and not below us? What if it's what if it's the opposite? What if we've been wrong the whole time here, Ryan? Mm, I'm not going to touch that go, one. I'm not touching that there. one. Yeah. Third rail, my man. It's the third rail. But I always laugh and, and when someone says, oh, thank thank God for this win, this and that. Yeah, okay, because God really cares about your victory when people are dying all over the world. That makes total sense. Yes. 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 No, thank I, you, I, Jesus! <laughs> I completely agree with you, and I've done many mailer monologues on that. But it, you know, now Ryan, I don't know if I can do that anymore because you say anything that goes against groupthink, and, and people get so upset. Like I, I pointed out the uh, Naomi Osaka hypocrisy and how you know she's anti-media, but she's got a Netflix documentary, magazine covers all. She's only anti-media when they ask questions she doesn't like, and so people got so upset and they're like, "Oh, how dare you!" And all. any 
dissenting opinions. People do not like, but I'm right there with you. I'm pretty sure if there is a higher power, and we'll all find out hopefully someday, one day or another, but if there is, uh, then I'm, I'd like to think that they're not worried about you know Joe Blow winning the Super Bowl or hitting a home run in a baseball game. Unless, uh, unless you're beating a Boston team. Okay, calm down. Uh, Glenn also says, I remember Deion Sanders back in the day doing this with the Reds, but it was after his father passed away, He and it continued, so it seems a bit annoying, and I feel it's it's done only for style points. Well, style points are important. You've got to have the razzmatazz, Glenn. You got, when, when I was uh, a young punk, I impersonated every baseball player. You know that batting stance guy who I actually met him a few times, the batting stance guy on Twitter. He's got his own little niche. He impersonates, impersonates random baseball players' batting stances. I used to do that when I was a kid. There's not that many unique batting stances these days in baseball. At least I haven't noticed that many. But you got to stand out a little bit. you got to stand out a little bit. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Glenn also says, have you thought about streaming your show or you know, podcast live on Twitch? More militia interaction. Yeah, Glenn, that's a great idea, but I don't own the show, and uh, if if it was a way to monetize it for me, I would be all for it. I don't necessarily need to help the company make more money. They make plenty of money. Uh, so if we did our own standalone thing, this is a under the iHeart umbrella, so I don't think it, unless they wanted us to do it, but on our own, I don't think we'd be allowed to do it. There's a lot of bureaucracy which I, I try to avoid the bureaucracy as much as I can. I just try to stay in your lane, as my my mentor, LeVar Ball, taught me. Stay in your lane. That's what I do. That's what I do. I stay in your lane. That's it. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, one more from Glenn. He says, uh, since Gascon has been doing football games for Germany, has he viewed any German porn? If so, uh, what did he type in the search? Third rail. That's the third rail, my man. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, what about you, Ryan? You in any uh, German in German porn uh, at all? Uh, I don't watch porn. I think it's very degrading to men. Really? Yes. You do not watch the porn? Yeah, it's very degrading to men. Yeah, that's a lie. Your nose is growing, <laughs> Pinocchio. Yeah. Your nose is growing right there. I know you're you're on the porn site. You're like, all right, let me change it up a little bit, and you click on the little flag for the different. You know, one of the, some of those sites have the different flags you can click on for. Uh, it is interesting what certain parts of the world are into, uh, and you can you can get a kind of a feel for that depending on which flag you click. And, uh, and <laughs> not that I've done that; I've heard from, yes, from other of people. Course, yes, I've not done that because I'm a professional. Yes, I would not uh-huh. do that. Absolutely. Okay, dark web. There you go. The dark web, my man. Uh, Andy writes in from. Uh, he says near Ben's Tommy's in Hoboville, Hollywood. Yeah, he's right there off the 101 freeway. I used to stop at that Tommy's. And get my 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 triple cheeseburger and my fries with chili cheese fries. Yours was the Tommy's in Hollywood, those late night food runs. Anyway, uh, he says back in the day I was. This is from again Andy. He says I was a big sports talk radio junkie. I moved from Philadelphia to Denver to San Francisco and then finally to L.A. Go west, young man. I consumed so much Tony Bruno, Pete Franklin, Ralph Barbieri, and eventually. Joe and Doug, Joe McDonald and Doug Krikorian back in the day that I I bleed jingles and drops when live reads and the tyranny of ESPN radio spread like the plague. I treated retreated to blogs and later dived headfirst into the early world of podcasting. Nowadays, Andy says he does not listen to live radio anymore. Well, that's a shame. Uh, I wouldn't have believed this a decade ago, he says. I, I do digest... Uh, our content is Big Ben's content daily via the podcast, but not any other local or national radio shows. Again, I can't believe this fact. He And then he says he gets to the crescendo. He says, is local sports talk radio almost dead on terrestrial radio? Is it even remotely relevant nationally? Is the loony axiom of broadcasting, not narrowcasting, irrelevant today? Uh, so I'll answer that. You had some other questions here. So the way I'll say it, sports radio, it depends on the market. It depends on the market. Uh, and, I, I, again, I'm going to annoy Mr. McBain over there, but I, having worked in Boston, <sighs> typically the top two radio stations are the top – in the top five are both sports talkers. WEEI and the Sports Hub in Boston are in the top five. 
Philadelphia also gets monster ratings in sports talk radio. Sports talk radio in L.A. does not get huge numbers. It just does not. Uh, it's never it's never gotten huge numbers. Ironically, when I did it back in the 90s, we had, compared to the ratings that sports radio gets now, we had huge ratings. But at the time, they thought they were terrible ratings. But you know, 20-something years later, looking back, that was a massive number that we got compared to what the shows today get. Um, but it, there's a, still a large audience, but it it really is uh, in in a, in LA. It's more of a niche thing, and but there's so many sports fans in in, in LA. I know in in Minnesota, it's K fan in Minnesota. My God, that is a blowtorch. We have so much interaction and so much feedback in Minnesota. So the point is, it really depends on the city. And there's some cities we're on, we get no reaction, nobody emails me, nobody posts anything on Twitter, nobody calls in from the... I mean, I don't even know if we're on. I, maybe they turned the transmitter off. Uh, I have no idea. So, <laughs> you know, it's like... But but there's other places that it's just like... I feel like sometimes we're just doing a local Minnesota show. I could just talk about the Vikings and the, the Twins and the Timberwolves and that's it. And, and we'd have great feedback. And there's a lot of creative people, funny people in Minnesota love sports talk radio. We do very well in Houston. Which is odd because all I do is rip the Astros, and we get a lot of feedback from. I guess that's the Howard Stern thing. You know, you know the Howard Stern thing WNBC. about radio. NBC, yes, yeah. Or if if they hate you, they listen longer. They they call it the the Howard Stern effect. They call it where people that really hate you they listen longer than those who love you, just to make sure they don't miss any opportunity to be outraged and offended. Well, I think and, in L.A., part of the problem is there's so much more to do. You know, if you go to like to like Minnesota, like what's what's there to do in Minnesota? Let's there's go ten thousand lakes. What are you talking about let, during the summer? Let's go the to winter, Lake. Let's go to Lake Minnetonka. I mean, wow, how dare you? You are you are attacking. <laughs> the f- the first rule is to not attack the customer. How I'm dare not attacking. You? I'm just saying there's more to do in L.A. Than there is in Minnesota. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't know. Listen, I'm I'm a pretty simple guy. You're you're like me. You don't leave your house much, right? Other than go to work. Yes. You, we're, we're, I think we're similar. Yes. In that regard, we're both introverts, and so I I would I could live in Minnesota, Iowa, no. No. Nebraska. I'd be fine. No. I don't leave my house that much. I'd get a better steak. You know, there's probably a nice barbecue place if I was in Kansas City. I'd love Kansas City because of the food. So I'd be fine. And and, uh, and there are more than 10,000 lakes. There are 11,842 lakes of 10 acres or more in Minnesota. How about that for a fun if, fact? If you ask the average person, where would you rather live, Los Angeles or Minnesota? Mm, they're probably going to say L.A. Who the oh, hell yeah. wants to live in Minnesota? All right. I, I, I understand because most people think, well, L.A., you know, it's 75 degrees every day and all that. You also have an infestation of homeless people overtaking Southern California. You have, exactly. There you go. You proved my point. It's so it's so good that, that even the homeless want to live here. No, no. It's so good the politicians allow the homeless to defecate all over the streets. And uh, take. it's a hostile takeover. And the politicians are so spineless and gutless that they don't do anything, which is, I think, the job of the politician is to make sure the community is clean and people are taken care of. Listen, I feel bad. If you're homeless and you're down on your luck, but I think there are ways to handle it better than allowing them to drop a shit on the sidewalk <laughs> on Ventura Boulevard. How about that? I mean, maybe it's a little bit of both. I mean, uh, you got a point. I'm not going to yeah. say you're wrong. Okay. All right. Listen, it's I remember you know, I haven't gone to the studio in a while. Even in, in Sherman Oaks, the Sherman Oaks neighborhood, there are so many rich people up the hill there. You know, Bel Air is right around the corner. And so many of those mansions up in the hills above Sherman Oaks, and they come down to go shopping and whatnot. And it is insane how many – and a lot of these homeless people back in the old days were hidden, and I'd see them at night, but now they're not even – they're like, oh, they got their tents out. They're everywhere. It's, it's craziness. It's unbelievable. Yes, there's a bunch of them by my house. I mean, like, wow, times are rough. I mean, seriously, it's, no, it's very sad. It, it really it is, is sad. I feel terrible. But there's got to be a better way to handle it, right? There's got to be a better way to handle it. Mm. And think of all the money that, that is wasted on bullshit by politicians and things that are not needed, and that money could be reallocated to help homeless people. But then the other problem is that you know we've got homeless people that love to be homeless. They don't want to have a house. Yeah, and you ask the average homeless person, they'd rather be homeless in L.A. than Minnesota. Thank yeah. you. 
Well, there's homeless in Minnesota. Yeah, but that, yeah. I mean, if you ask someone who's in Minnesota, would they rather be living in L.A. and they're homeless? They say, yeah, L.A. I'm telling was, you, L.A. is the place it, to be. There's a lot of homeless in Hawaii, but you know what they used to do? I don't know if they still do this. When I was in Hawaii, there was a big story on the local news because I love watching local TV news when I go to different cities because it kind of you know, feels cool. You feel like you're, you're, you're a local. And I remember they had a big story. There was like a big homeless problem in Honolulu. And so what they were doing was they're offering one-way tickets to anywhere in the continental United States to the homeless to get them out of Hawaii. You can fly anywhere they want just to leave the Hawaii. Because they figured the they hell? ain't coming back. They ain't coming back. You know, they're going to swim back to Hawaii. So. Was this Cuba? Was this Castro? This is the beginning <laughs> of like Scarface when they're shipping uh, people out? What the hell? Yeah. I don't think they're allowed to do that anymore because the Wokesters. You know, the Wokesters won't allow that to happen. Uh, Jason in Rocky Mountain, Virginia, writes in on the mailbag. He says, Big Ben, I really enjoyed listening to the talent show this week with so many good militia members involved. Yeah, if you did not hear the talent show, go back and listen to it. We did the review on uh, yesterday's podcast. On yesterday's podcast. Anyway, uh, Jason says, Do you think maybe we should do it twice a year, perhaps slip one in before Christmas? Eh. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think once a year is the right amount. We we do the awards once a year. We do the talent show. These are some of the big events. These are markers, right? These are things that that we look forward to. And if you do it twice, it waters it down. I I'm gonna push back on that, Jason. I'm gonna push back on. That. Uh, you know, I, I said we could we could do it in December and then do it again in July. But I think once a year is the the right amount. Um, but if, if a bunch of people want it twice a year, we can do it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Okay, who's next? Uh, Vols fan Jimmy from Fayetteville, Tennessee is next. He says, Ben, since Half Pint has run afoul of the law, will she be giving uh, be given the Reggie Bush treatment, all records erased and all bennies returned? And is there any chance cooking with Roberto will be replaced with cooking with Half Pint since she has become a master chef. Uh, well, great questions, Vols fan Jimmy. Uh, and we, we have no integrity on the Ben Maller Show in terms of the Bennies. We will not ask for Half Pint to return the award she won with Beer Drinking Brian uh, at all. Uh, in fact, it seems to be a requirement to be on the edge, to do like a tap dance on the edge of civility to be a celebrity caller to the show. So, no, we love Half Pint. She's obviously had some interesting situations in her life. Uh, I have, thanks to our lawyer friend Michael in New Jersey, I have learned more about Half Pint, and you could put her in the desperado bandit category, 
Uh, so she's uh, she's had a lot of activity with law enforcement and uh, whatnot. <laughs> what does but, that but, mean? <laughs> but who am I? She's got a pretty big rap sheet. You know, a pretty rap sheet. So uh, a criminal history, I should say. But uh, uh, we like her. She's nice to us. And we don't really know her as that person. So it's the magic of radio. That's a great thing. You, we don't know these people that call in. And you could be delinquents. You could be running Fortune 500 companies. Or you could be visiting the House of Corrections. Uh, who knows? But uh, we, we'll find out in uh, another 10 days or something like that, or less than that now, whether or not she'll be spending a lot of time in the gulag. We will, we will see. Carlos in Houston writes in, says, what is the origin story on that clown, the Boston hater? Yet another Boston reference. Uh, well, I'll start, Carlos, with that. I say you also have another question here. He says about Tammy Montana. But the first one, the Boston hater. So, this this started years and years ago in the early days of Fox Sports Radio. Uh, and the Boston hater, he went by a different name. He started calling us up, and he just wanted to bash the teams in Boston. It's kind of like <laughs> McBain over there. I love him already. The guy's a Yankee fan and all that. He lives in Florida now, the Boston hater. So he, but he used, to, he used to call up. And then we determined that he would only really call up after a certain – he got older, and the only time he would really call up was when – the Bruins would get eliminated or the the Patriots would lose in the playoffs or not make the playoffs or the Red Sox. <laughs> and so he became the Bostonator, and he would just call up. And he, what he does, uh, Ryan, is he calls up and does like a two-and-a-half-minute spiel where he just dances on the grave of the Boston team. And he says it's a Boston haters you know, celebration or whatever he says. And then he, he goes through this whole list about how the Red Sox are frauds, the Patriots are frauds, yes. the Celtics are frauds, yes. like the whole thing. Uh, so that's... That's his shtick. And we allow him to do that, realizing we do pretty well in Boston. We have a lot of listeners there. And I have gotten some very angry messages from our New England listeners towards the Boston hater. And he also got me in some trouble because uh, somebody was so triggered because he took a shot. I don't know if you know who Johnny Pesky is. Do you know who Johnny Pesky is, an old baseball player? Uh, no, no. Yeah, they, they, he was a Red Sox legend. Like, uh, wasn't a great player, but he played for the Red Sox. And they named... The foul pole at Fenway Park down the right field line is really close, and Johnny Pesky would hit it quite a bit, so they named it the Pesky Pole. He's a legend, like a local you know, legend. He's passed away a few years back. But anyway, the Boston hater just pissed all over Johnny Pesky, <laughs> and you know, I, I, I had nothing to do with it. I just allow, I allowed him on the air, fine, but I allow a lot of people on the air. And, and some, some, some guy in Boston got so upset that this guy on the local airwaves, on the Red Sox station at the time, was trashing Johnny Pesky that he was he demanded an apology. It was so ridiculous. It was they were like talking about pulling the show. It was so stupid. Wow. But, uh, anyway. Somebody got triggered. Exactly. That was a long. That was before it was cool to be triggered. That was a long time ago. Uh, he also says is Tammy in Montana. She says uh, or, or Carlos says Tammy in Montana must be loaded with cash helping out the Malheur militia. Uh, well, no, she's not loaded. Tammy, I, I know a little bit about Tammy. Tammy's just a hardworking woman. She's got a job, you know. She got a job. She's she, she just likes to help people out. She likes to give back, acts of kindness, which better than me. I don't do that. So yeah, <laughs> very kind. Yeah, we pre- Tammy's helped out a lot of listeners. She's helped out Phylexis and Hollering James, and also lately Half Pint and Beer Drinking Brian, among others. We call her the Mother Teresa of the show because she does look out. For some of our more unique characters, and we have many, and so uh, we we appreciate that. Uh, and then Carlos says, "I demand the whole song from Raz from the Talent Show." I couldn't stop laughing. Well, Carlos, it's on YouTube. I know you're off social media. Does YouTube count as social media? I don't know. Yeah, sure. it does. It does. It, it does. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, if you go on YouTube, Raz Quit the Band has his own YouTube channel, and he put the entire song up so you can listen to it. You should subscribe to his channel. Raz is a friend of the show. He's a very talented middle-aged musician in Minnesota, and I like the guy. He's good. He's new onto the scene over the last year or so, less than that. We think he's pretty good, so Raz Quit the Band. And he said the song was about erectile dysfunction, not masturbation. It sounded like masturbation. So we had to dump it. It was like an homage to Blair in Maine. Hmm. That's what it sounded like to me. Blair, who's famously said he enjoys to uh, self-manipulate uh, his, uh, his man, man bits and, uh, and all that. So Third rail. Who, third rail, my man. It's a podcast, my man. 
Anyway. Uh, RJ in uh, San Antonio, the Alamo. Do you hate San Antonio? No, why would I? Because Tex-Mex sucks. Tex-Mex blows. I mean, uh, I don't know anything about that. No, it's not It's not the proper uh, Mexican food. Anyway, uh, RJ in San Antonio says, you're 10 years old. What's on your agenda on a Saturday morning? All right, great question, RJ. So 10-year-old Ben, going the way back machine here. First of all, I was obsessed with baseball at age 10. I played, played baseball, was convinced I was going to be in the big leagues, uh, and I would have been if it hadn't been for those meddling other players that were better than me. But uh, this week in baseball, this week in baseball, I recall during the summer, this week in baseball, which was then the lead-in to the NBC Game of the Week. And, man, was that a big – that was a big thing. And being on the West Coast, uh, this week in baseball, as I remember, it aired at like 9 or 9.30 in the morning and then would go into the NBC pregame and then be like a Tiger-Blue Jays game or a Yankee game versus the Red Sox or something like that. And I have very fond memories of that. But I really love this week in baseball. With Mel Allen. Twib notes around the majors. The Cardinals are flying high in St. Louis. Yeah, and all that. Straight A's in Oakland. All those uh, corny, hokey opens to this week in baseball. At 10 years old, you were doing that? Yeah, I was watching this week in baseball and the game of the week. But I also also watched uh, the cartoons in my day were like the Scooby Mystery Funhouse. Yeah. Yogi's Treasure Hunt. No, I watched it. I I loved uh, G.I. Joe. There was a G.I. Joe cartoon. Yeah, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Thundercats. Remember uh, the the Galactic Guardians with Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, Aquaman. I think I'm a little older than you, but the Green Lantern, the Flash. That was a cool Mm. show. Super Friends, you mean? I don't think it was called that. I think it was called something else. But yeah, it was like, now it's the Super Friends. I think it was like Super... Superpowers team or some bullshit like that. I think it was called. I don't know. But, yeah, it's the same thing. I love that. And then they had, at some point, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon came out. But they used to have, like, weird, like, Mr. T, I remember, was part of a cartoon. Yes. I don't remember what it was. I just remember seeing Mr. T as a cartoon. It was odd. But, uh, I was a big fan of Mr. T. I love the A-Team also. Of course. What a great show. It was a solid show. Oh, right? man. They don't make shows like that anymore. No, they don't. You know, I almost did a radio show with Mr. Mr. T. Our our boss, this guy Mike Thompson, was running 1150, AM 1150 as a sports station. And he wanted to bring in, you know, figured L.A., you got to bring in some celebrity. And so he tried out, this is great, this is in the kind of the, the mid to late 90s. He tried out Eric Estrada, better known as Ponch, Poncharella from Chips, and Mr. T. Uh, and he brought these guys in to uh, you know, try out to do a midday. Like, he was going to give him a one-hour show, one-hour talk show. Now, keep in mind, as a kid, you know, I'm of the age. I liked Chips. I liked Eric Estrada. I was going to be a highway patrol officer because of Chips. And I also loved the A-team, in part because of Mr. T. So I, I, I would have – I was doing the midday show, and we would have followed those shows. Unfortunately, the day that Mr. T came in, I was not there. I, I didn't get to meet him. And I also missed out on Eric Estrada because I was on a remote that day. And uh, but they both came in an audition, and the boss ended up hiring Terry Bradshaw as the host. Lunch with Terry, they called it, and he did a one-hour show. But they were the, in the running was Eric Estrada and Mr. T to do a do a talk show. What what other cartoons did you like there back in the day when you were ten years old? Oh, wow, Mr. Uh, McBain. It was a, uh, Voltron. GoBots. GoBots. <laughs> Jeez. I'm taking you all back, baby. Yeah. Taking you back. The old days. Mm, mm, the good old days. Mm. Garfield. Uh, I loved Garfield. I watched Garfield. Yeah, that was solid. I mean, what, I'm sure there's some I'm missing here. But I was a traditionalist also. During the week, they had the old school, like the Flintstones and the yeah. Jetsons and that kind of crap. I was into that, too. The Smurfs. La, the Smurfs. La, oh, yeah. La, 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 la. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Go, go, Gadget. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Come on. That was a good show. Yeah. Inspector Gadget. You're right. Uh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That was quality entertainment at the time. 
at the time. I don't know about now. I don't think it would hold up now, but uh, go, go, Gadget. Solid. The Scooby-Doo gang. If it wasn't for you meddling kids, mm-hmm. we would have got I love how they, they pull like, the, the mask off the guy at the very end as he's getting taken away. Ah, solid. <laughs> <laughs> solid entertainment. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on on the mailbag. Moving on on the mailbag. Who do we have? Adrian in the Mile High City says, uh, Ben and blank. Well, the other guy's not here. I haven't written in a while because I've been studying a lot for a water exam. I need to pass for my job. Uh, he says on Saturday, July 3rd, he passed the exam. Mazel tov. Congratulations. Good job by you. I know it's very stressful. A water exam. I wonder what kind of work you do. Anyway, he says the Joey Chestnut Maller monologue was accurate and funny. The man is a freaking athlete. You're damn right. And I hope you heard, Adrian, last week we had George Shea on, the master of ceremonies, the commissioner of Major League Eating. It was great to talk to him. I had a... Fun time. I have to go look and see how that podcast did, but it was. I had a good time. I don't care if anybody liked it. I liked it. Uh, he says, "How many dogs and buns could a west of the four hundred five guy put down?" Well, he's not here. Uh, he's not here, so I don't know. Uh, back in the old days, I could. If I liked the dog, I'll answer the question. I could eat a fair amount, but not anywhere. I couldn't eat seven oh, or no. even five. I couldn't eat in, in ten no minutes. way. But yeah. but here's the question: What do you like on your hot dog? Yeah, I, I don't go too crazy on toppings. Uh, I will, I do mustard, but I will have ketchup. Really? I will, still? I, yes, I still, I will do what I do when I go to Costco and get a dog at Costco. I'll go line of mustard, line of ketchup, line of mustard, line of ketchup. It's like pinstriped, the dog. Uh, I stopped, and I'll, I, uh, I will add some onions occasionally. I don't do relish. Really? I don't do relish. What no. are you, a communist? Yes, yes, I, I'm a comrade. Wow. Right, yeah. I what about having, you, with Mr. Big Shot over there? What do you? Well, I stopped having ketchup when I was like eleven or twelve. You kind of grow out of no, that. No, well, I'm not grown up. Uh, I do sports radio. I talk about sports as a grown up. I'm a middle aged man okay. breaking down basketball games. Okay. Um, you know, I go mustard, uh, onions, and relish. That's- Mustards, uh, mustard, onion. Well, what kind of mustard? Do you like the deli mustard or the regular yellow mustard? I can go either or. I will so tell you this. Okay. I met someone who puts mayonnaise on their hot dog, which is disgusting. Oh, That's you know gross. Who, there's a – oh, my God. I There's an NBA guy. Oh, what was the guy that had the – he owned like a weird – he played for the Washington Wizards a few years ago. He just – he retired a couple years back. Center from Poland. God, I don't remember the guy's name, but – I was in the locker room before. I was had to do some interviews before a game, and they had their pregame meal, and he was eating hot dogs smothered in mayonnaise. That's disgusting. And it was like a delight in Poland. No, that's yes, in if, Poland that's how they eat the hot dog. Okay, if I ever saw someone with mayonnaise on their hot dog, I smack it out of their hand. That's what I would do. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing with these idiots who put pineapple on their pizza. What the hell are you doing? Or <laughs> punch you in the mouth? You don't put pineapple on pizza. <laughs> All right, the guy. I just the guy's name is Marcin Gortat. Remember Marcin yes, Gortat? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, he ate his hot dogs with the mayonnaise all over, smothered in mayonnaise, Ugh. and it it was disgusting. It is disgusting. It was horrible. He was an interesting cat, though. He had like there's he owned a pet, some weird exotic pet. I forget what it was right now off the top of my head, but anyway, I didn't think I'd I'd, I'd be spending any time worried about Martin Marcin Gortat. But, yeah, but here we are. Here we are. It's amazing. The magic of the podcast. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Uh, Adrian says, I have the podcast version of the Ben Maller Show on frequently at our house. Well, thank you for that. I especially enjoy listening when Coop and the Nocturnal Colonel get into a heated argument about the <laughs> Lakers and Clippers. Yeah. Uh, well, that's more about Coop. Coop cannot handle any. It's like we had Derek Martin on the other day, and Derek's like he, he even he he played in the NBA, and he's like, well, it's ridiculous, the Laker people who can't handle the Clippers and all that. Anyway, uh, Adrian says, uh, he at some point you Ben will end one of your points with how about that, and he says an example: the great Kawhi Leonard scored forty two points last night against the Lakers. How about that? Uh, I do do that. That's true. That's one of my. One of my my catchphrases, I guess. I just my default catchphrase. Anyway, he says now when my wife and I have a friendly argument about chores at home, Adrian says I'll end one of my points with "How about that?" Uh, example: I swept the floors and I took out the trash this morning. How about that? Oh. Uh, and he says our our three kids have caught on and uh, on this. And as soon as I drop the "How about that?" One, two, and, or all three of them will yell, Ben Maller in the house. Now, that's honor. See, I'm honored right there. That is outstanding. You, you are doing a good job raising your children. Those kids are going to go on and make tons of money and be very successful and live happy lives, and they're going to remember a stupid moron on the radio that their dad enjoyed and was, they were forced to hear the rhetoric, the nonsense from that dum-dum on the radio. That is a good catchphrase. I usually go like something like, uh, yeah, man, you can put that in your pipe and smoke it or something like that. <laughs> now, that's not bad. But the funny thing, how about that, is actually a tribute from this week in baseball. Mel Allen, who hosted that show when I was a kid, he used to say that. And I guess I just it, it was ingrained in my head as an adult. And, and for some reason, I occasionally will throw out, how about that? But that was Mel Allen, who was a Yankee broadcaster, you know, a million years ago. He's been dead for twenty-five years or whatever it is. But that was the that was one of his lines, and I, I guess I've mm. uh, repurposed it. Is that what you say, Ryan? You repurpose something? Is that uh, I would call it stealing? Probably. No, no. It's re- he's dead, so it's not. You're not stealing. It's repurposing. Like, yeah, you can steal. Like when I listen, when I'm dead, <laughs> you can steal all my stuff. I'm not around. You can do whatever you want. You know, have a field day. Okay. Yeah, All right. I'll ahead. be uh, over your house, you know, taking out like uh, couches, couches and bear and beds and stuff like that. Oh, no, 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 my, no, you can't have that. But Why? I'm really, you're you know, dead. If you'll be dead, fra- who cares? the phrases. Oh, okay. the phrases. All right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Adrian says. Lastly, do you guys think Aaron Rodgers will end up in Denver this fall? 
He'd be much uh, needed, a much needed breath of fresh mountain air around here. That's uh, from Adrian. Uh, I do not. I believe Green Bay is so stubborn they will keep Aaron Rodgers. I did do another Aaron Rodgers obligatory monologue the other day, uh, reacting to Peyton Manning. How dumb is Peyton? I'm still, I'm still annoyed by Peyton Manning. Do you see what he said, Ryan? I did a monologue on it. Peyton Manning said that it's too late now for the Broncos to acquire Aaron Rodgers because training camp's about to start. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I pointed out, if the Packers were dumb enough to trade Aaron Rodgers to Denver, then what I would, if I, if I was the Broncos and it was like five minutes before the first game of the season and Aaron Rodgers had to play the first three games with his arm tied behind his back and blindfolded, I would still rather have him than Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater. How about that? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to speak this into existence. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is going to the Raiders, my friend. That's where he's going. The Raiders. The greatness mm. of the Raiders. Mm. Do you see How about I did that? I did, I did that for Adrian, but I just did that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Chris in Edmonton writes in, beautiful Edmonton, Alberta, home of the Oilers, uh, says, wouldn't it just make more sense to merge Canada into the U.S. so we can get SEC coverage there in Edmonton and call the Clippers one of our own? It's a great idea, Chris. Uh, and I, I think of the major Canadian cities as American. I do. And then we as Americans can say our native food, poutine. And we can, we can embrace the great culture of Canada. Maple syrup. There's this great debate. debate. What is the better maple syrup? Is it in you know, Vermont, New Hampshire, those places, or is it in Canada? And so if Canada becomes part of America, then we're good. But what you really only need is the first, like, 90 miles from the U.S. border north of Canada. Because that's where most of the population of Canada lives. Within the U.S. Like, it's within, uh, I forget how many miles. It's, it's only a few miles of the U.S. border, the, the population. I forget what the exact number is. But I'd be cool with Toronto and Vancouver and Montreal being part of the United States. Any pushback on that? Oh, no pushback at all. I would prefer if we actually would separate from like Massachusetts and then bring oh in my. Toronto wow. or something like that. Wow. How about that? Uh, you don't steal me. You're not, I'm not dead yet. You can't steal my material. It's a bad job by you. Uh, yeah, here it is. Here's the fun fact. It is estimated between 75% and... 90% of the Canadian population lives within 100 miles of the the border. And it's because the, mostly because of climate. Because it's very the climate once you get up in the northern northern part of Canada, it is nasty. So, there you go. 90 85 90% of the US uh, Canadian population within 100 miles of the US border. I'm all for it, Edmonton. Where do or for uh, Chris in Edmonton, where do I sign? Where do I sign? We'll get Edmonton. We'll get Winnipeg in there. Be great. Chad from Champaign, Illinois. He writes and he says, hey, fellas, what is the most interesting place you have been to? How about the weirdest place? Yeah, I haven't done much exotic, weird stuff. Uh, have not. Uh, I love visiting different cities that I had not been to that I'd heard a lot about. I've traveled around uh, the domestic U.S. quite a bit. I like also going off the beaten path, like when I'm in New York visiting my brother and avoid the tourist traps and just go around and check out you know random, random nonsense and uh, and whatnot. And uh, but there's nothing. I, I wish I had a great answer. I, I'm not exactly a globe trekker. I don't take a lot of time off. My wife wishes I would. W- what about you, McBain? Uh, I I went to Europe when I was like 16. But that's pretty much the most like like I guess exotic place I've ever been to. I like that's I mean I'm I'm pretty much like you. I got nothing on that one. Okay. All right. Uh Marco in the two oh nine says, When's the last time you went somewhere uncomfortable? Anytime my wife takes me out dancing, that would be the answer right there. Boom. Mm. Uh very uncomfortable. Mm. Uh do not like that. Mm. Every uh, time I come to work, pretty much. <laughs> that's true also. Yes. Yes, that's yeah. true. It's it's very awkward to to walk into a radio station. Now, last one from John in Northern Colorado. He says, in a Doc Mike-related question, do you employ the the through-the-fly or over-the-top method? What? He says, I'll admit, 
to the over-the-top method to try to avoid excessive fumbling. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the, the, the fly is do, – do, does anyone really use the fly method there? I don't uh, – I don't think that's a common. Are we th- talking about the thing I think we're talking about? Well, yeah, you're going up to the urinal. Okay. You, what did you th- wait? Hold on. What did you I think don't know. Of? I was wanting to make sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's talking about you know getting a drink from like Doc. Uh, uh, I don't go through the fly. Uh, there's something about Mary that movie. That's why I don't do it. Oh yeah, you don't want it. Yeah, that. Oh man, the pain, the scream, the agony. Yes, exactly. The agony of. All right. Anyway, uh, that is it. How can people follow you, Ryan, on Twitter if they want to interact with you as you have been now the regular host of the Fifth <laughs> Hour for the last six episodes now? Congratulations. Yes. The last six episodes you have been with me. I'm moving on up like the Jeffersons. Uh, yes. Ryan McBain on Twitch, R-Y-A-N-M-C-B-A-I-N, and Ryan McBain on Twitter. Twitter, the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. Absolutely. All right. Wonderful. Have a great rest of your day. We will be back. I will be in the Magic Radio Box Sunday night into Monday. The show starts live on the West Coast at 11 p.m. On the East Coast, it starts at the unholy hour of 2 a.m. And we'll take you through the overnight hours together. Have a great rest of your Sunday, and we'll catch you then. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.